Welcome, everybody, to our breakdown of what to expect from WandaVision this coming Friday. For a lot of us, midnight, not midnight, yeah, midnight, technically, or 3 a.m., uh, a lot of us will be watching it because Twitter is the worst place to be. <laughs> if anything. Um, so I will continue my streak of watching it at 3 a.m. so no one can spoil it for me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> this episode, like, you said, like I said, we'll be breaking down what WandaVision means, uh, what we can expect, and the ripple effect it'll have on the MCU going forward. But obviously, as you guys can see, I am not alone. Uh, introducing first, Patrick, what's going on? What's happening, Juan? How you doing tonight, man? I am really excited to be potting with you guys today. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm, I am so, well, yes, number one, because I, this is the second time I'm on with, uh, with, with the man over, uh, over to my side here, but, uh, which I'm super excited. So, uh, but always pleasure working with you and dude, WandaVision getting back to the MCU, man. I'm, I'm pumped. We've waited too long. We've we've just waited too long for oh, the yeah. MCU to come back to us. Um, so we deserve this. You know, like when they were like, oh, we're giving you two episodes. I'm like, after the year we just went through, five. Give us five. <laughs> we'll wait <laughs> right. two weeks for the rest of them. Just dump them uh, all. Just, just, please. Dump, just dump them all. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, but also, Angel, what's going on, Angel? How's it going, guys? I am so happy to be here. After the year that we've experienced, it's about time that the Marvel Cinematic Universe returns in our lives. I can't wait to talk about what we anticipate with these two episodes of WandaVision. I love that you mentioned that you watched it at three in the morning. That's honestly the only right way to watch the show, I think. 100%. Not Friday morning, not Saturday, not Sunday. You watch it the minute <laughs> that it drops. That's exactly what I did with The Mandalorian. So yeah, it's actually technically Thursday night as it hits Friday in the morning at 12. Let's do this, man. I can't wait to talk about WandaVision. There's so much to theorize. I can't wait to get into it all. A hundred percent. And I do want to say this because I know it's a huge argument during the finale of um, The Mandalorian, obviously with the reveal of Luke Skywalker, of, you know, Twitter shouldn't spoil things. Here's just what I want everyone to know. <laughs> Twitter is going to spoil things. Don't ever yeah. expect them to <laughs> So it's like you went on Twitter first thing in the morning. Why? You know? Um, and it's like, to me, you have to cognate, you know, it has to be in your mind, like, oh, someone's going to spoil this. Let me avoid Twitter, watch it first, and then I can spend all day on Twitter, you know, but some people like to do it the other way, get spoiled and then get upset. And I'm like, I mean, you know, what did you, what did you think was going to happen? You know? Oh yeah. So it's a foregone conclusion <laughs> now. I mean, like I just any social media before anything big, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, Mandalorian or any, I mean, hell, even when uh, anything MCU that was going on, you know, everyone's like, Oh, so it was just like, Oh God, no, just shut up. Just let me. So I, you know, like I have to go, I have to go like cut off social media completely leading up to anything big. And let's be honest, like Angel said, this is the biggest thing that's, I mean, we've been waiting too long. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. The last thing that we saw was literally Spider-Man saying, what the F as his identity was revealed yep. to the world. It's been over a year, guys, since we've seen any Marvel content. But I think you guys are right about avoiding spoilers. That's the way to do it. Stay off social media. I think the best way it, it is up to you to avoid spoilers because inevitably you're going to have people out there that spoil something right away, which, you know, sucks. But 
I think the best way to avoid spoilers 100% is to stay off social media. Mute words. You know, I haven't seen Tenet yet, but I've avoided every spoiler at all costs because I'm like, no, I'm not. That's a movie I'm looking forward to. Nolan is one of my favorite filmmakers. It's not happening. You and me both, but- brother. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I want to say this, and then we're going to get into WandaVision. I don't think, I don't subscribe to, you know, people shouldn't post spoilers on Twitter. And here's the reason why. There's an entire community of us that watched it at 3 a.m., right? And a lot right. of people in their lives don't have anybody to talk about this stuff with. Like their dad could care less. Their siblings could care less. Their mom, sometimes even their friends could care less. So they're sitting there. And now you're telling them they have to subscribe to you. They have to wait till Saturday morning to try to talk to other people about it. That's insane. No, there's a billion people across the world that will watch it at 3 a.m., will be on Twitter, ready for you know, ready to engage with you about what they just saw. And that's what's beautiful about Twitter is that you can interact with people that are watching it the same time you are. So it's like, you that's know. A, that's an awesome perspective, actually. You know, th- thinking about from that, I mean, yeah, I totally – I. I'm I'm less angry about those people now. <laughs> so thank so thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, no, because I mean, even just thinking a little selfishly, like when I saw Luke pop up, the first thing I wanted to do was post it on Twitter, and I'm like, right. I won't I won't do that. But right. when I saw others doing it, I was just like, all right, I'm gonna go under their thread. <laughs> I'm go under their thread, and we're just yeah. gonna start talking here. See, that's a good um, and positive way to do it for sure. I would say like if as long as you, I think, give a warning saying like, hey, I'm gonna post something here if you don't want to see something special you know get back to us and we'll wait for you here um but that's really cool that you can connect with people like that yeah just don't don't make your profile a you know a gif of luke skywalker <laughs> laying waste to dark troopers wait, Patrick, come on I saw so many people do that so like right after it went off i went on twitter and i'm like <laughs> have it as like their banner and i'm like why why did you do that like i'll never forget when force awakens came out um before it came out, I think that Thursday night I couldn't make it. So I went to see it that Friday. So we're on the high, you know, we're on traffic heading to the theater. And this guy's bumper sticker is Han Solo died. And I'm just like, I'm like, oh, maybe he's talking about like the comic book or something. And when the scene, when the scene came, I was just like, oh, it took, it took, it took away from it a little bit because in the back of my mind, I was like, his bumper sticker is about Force Awakens. Damn it. Don't be don't be that guy. Cause like when you do that, I have no like I'm not even looking for it and you're you're putting it in my face. Well, and oh. I mean, and unfortunately, uh, there there is a large portion of the people that wanna they just want to be the first at everything, you know. That what what's that uh Ricky Bobby quote? If you ain't first, you last. You know, right. I mean <laughs> so I mean Ricky Bobby, but not for spring. Right. Don't yeah. don't be that guy. You know, yeah, right. I'm coming exactly. for you, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that derailed really fast. That is still one of the most classic movies ever. When he's like, My wife prepared like a really, you know, a really nice meal for everybody. And it's like KFC and Taco Bell. <laughs> right. It's like, all right, come on, Ricky. Well, um, you you love it because you piss excellent, so it's all good. Oh, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's get into Wandavision. I wanted to say a trailer reaction, like we break down the trailer, but Patrick, how would that work uh for you in the video? Could you cut that? Um, because I know they'll they'll flag us if we try to do it that way. Yeah, I uh I let's let's just do a quick description of like what like trailer one covered trailer two covered or whatever the case is, if you want to go that deep into it, or if you just, I mean, I, 
I I don't feel comfortable cutting anything Disney. We've had run-ins with Disney before, yeah. and they are they are brute savages. Yeah, we so. did a um, we did a uh, a trailer breakdown of the last season of Clone Wars. Yeah, and like you know, we were talking over it, so like no dialogue was 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 being had, and got the email from Disney. Hey, hey, take it down. Creative content. Like, yep. All right, right, Disney, come on, really? Like, I didn't have enough subscribers to monetize off this. And you're like, no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah. But all right, so do you guys remember the trailer um, at all? Any of them? It doesn't have to be a specific one. I, I remember the most recent trailer. Okay, Angel? Yeah, I agree as well, yeah. That's definitely right. the one I remember most. So what we'll do is we'll theorize from what we what we remember uh, the best, okay? So I all remember right. all the trailers, literally all of them. Because, like, again, <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> Um, he pisses excellence, man. I mean, it's just what I do, you know? Um, okay. So, all right, I'm going to start off with this. We're not going to go literally scene by scene. You just, you guys just shout out whatever scene stood out to you. Albuquerque. So clearly, <laughs> so clearly uh, Jake and Bake, right? No, but uh, clearly, I think uh, what I think happens is Wanda has created a world within a world. So she's literally in a, in a town. But I think she's closed off the rest of the world from that specific town. And with all the radiation of her powers, like you guys remember that huge helicopter that was kind of spinning out of control in the trailer? Mm -hmm. And then yeah. you see it as a toy. Yeah, I yep. think once it enters the 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 little town of, of or the mind of Wanda, she can kind of control it without even knowing. So the mm -hmm. helicopter comes in and instead of it being people to maybe come pull her out, it's a toy. You know, so obviously, Angel, me and you have spoken on this. We think, obviously, either Nightmare or Mephisto is is at work here. Um, but the scene I want to point out first that stood out to me the most was there is a scene in the trailer where it looks like Wanda is examining the Soul Stone, right? Mm, and if yes. you freeze it, in the back, it looks exactly like the cell her and Pietro were kept in in uh, Age of Ultron. So remember how there's been reports of we might see Pietro? Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm thinking it's a flashback. It's one of those things where someone is either manipulating her greatest pain, which is losing her brother, uh, which could line right up with Nightmare. That, the more I talk about this theory, the more I'm like, God, it's Nightmare, but I want it to be Mephisto so bad. Um, but I think someone is, is really feeding off of the fear of her greatest failure. So I think you'll see some things like her brother dying that obviously she took uh, very personally and vision dying. And then the events of age of Ultron, where she felt responsible for a lot of the death. Uh, and then obviously in civil war, uh, where she completely leveled that building where like a whole bunch of people died. Um, so that scene stood out to me the most because I'm like, that's when I think we'll see Pietro. I don't think he'll, he'll be back to life. Or, you know, he's back into the fold. I think that death was meant to mean something, so he's gone. But this is all about messing with Wanda's head. And I think what they're setting up is bringing all the good memories. Wanda starting a family, her having kids, her brother's back. Only for someone to go, nope, that was all fake. And then Wanda's going to go, uh, and then multiverse, you know? Uh, that's literally how it's going to go. Uh, multiverse. Um, but... That's that's the scene that stood out to me the most. Angel, I'll go to you next. What were some of the scenes that stood out to you the most from any of the trailers that, that you can remember, specifically the more recent one? 
For me, it's definitely the set pieces where they look like classic television. I do feel like WandaVision is the next step in evolution for TV itself now that we're dealing with streaming wars between Disney, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Apple, all those things. So I think it's going to be an evolution in television, not just, I think, uh, in terms of event, but also in terms of scale as well. And I also think it will be a love letter to classic television as well. I've recommended people to watch episodes of classic television like I Love Lucy or The Dick Van Dyke Show or Full House because I feel like to fully appreciate this show, you have to experience what classic television was like because I think this is going to reference or homage those classic television sitcoms. And I think you're just going to enjoy it much more. So I definitely love the set pieces. I think we are going to see Wanda kind of um, exuding her power of moving things with her mind, but not just physical objects, also physical reality as well. And I love that you mentioned that maybe somebody could be manipulating her. I definitely do think it could be either one Mephisto, which is basically the devil of the Marvel universe or nightmare who is ruler of the dream realm. And the reason why I think it's Nightmare specifically is because he is somebody that has the power to manipulate the mind of Wanda. So what happens if he shows her this beautiful world of what her life could be? Well, he could definitely get in there mentally and take what he needs from her, which is her power. And once she all and once she like uncovers that it's all kind of like a false reality, yes, she can lose her mind and like you said open up the multiverse in that way. I think that would be epic and I think it would be a really great way to establish um establish nightmare before we get into doctor strange and the multiverse of madness instead of uh, giving some screen time to him there to focus on his origin no we already have it here in this television series setting up and then it'll be a smooth transition once we get into that big storyline with doctor strange here's the only reason why and i'm gonna go to you patrick here's the only reason why my gut is telling me it's mephisto Feige said something that stood out to me at Comic-Con, I think it was two years ago now. Um, And if I'm wrong, someone please correct me, but I do believe he said this on stage, that Wanda is the main villain of Doctor Strange 2 into the Multiverse of Madness. Now, I don't think he means like for the entire runtime of the movie, she's the villain. Right. What I think he means by that is whoever is manipulating Wanda is in her head, like legit in it. And at some point we see Strange extract whatever is possessing Wanda out of her. And we see those two team up against whoever the big bad is. And whenever you mention Wanda and kids, Mephisto is always right there. If you know Mm -hmm. the comics, you know Wanda having kids has everything to do with Mephisto. Um, so to me, I look at a guy like Kevin Feige, who's almost been spot on with staying as close to the source material as possible. Um, I find it hard to believe we go through all this story of Wanda that in the comics was very Mephisto heavy and we don't get any semblance of Mephisto. Um, I just, in, in my heart, that's what it's telling me. But Angel, Thinking of Nightmare only makes the 100% most sense to me because it leads into Doctor Strange 2. And anyone that knows, Nightmare is Doctor Strange's villain. Um, So I'm like, that just, it makes the most sense. But like I told you at the beginning of the show, I think with this, never this. So I'm I'm riding high on that Mephisto wave. But um, Patrick, what scene stood out to you the most out of the trailers? 
ironically enough, it was the same as Angel, you know, those set pieces. And and it's funny you mentioned watching old school TV with the Dick Van Dyke show because I found out that they, that Marvel brought him in as a consultant. Yep. Kevin Feige brought him in. Wow. Yeah, to, to uh, you know, it's like, hey, you, you're the classic sitcom king, right? You know, like you've, you've, that's, that's your domain. What do you do? And I, I am paraphrasing obviously would be uh, his response that if you can't, if you can't believe it in real life, it's not going to play on the screen. Okay. Well, this isn't real life. So what, you know, so like what twist is going to happen with that? Um, now with the reality and like, I think that Wanda's going to unravel. I think mm. you're going to see a slow progression into madness. And one, one theory that I've been, that I've been subscribing to a little bit is uh, Catherine Hahn, who plays Agnes, their next door neighbor in, in the trailers is Agnes possibly, possibly Agatha Harkness. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, who was the mentor, you know, she, she trained Scarlet Witch and in the original incarnations of the comics and, you know, and, and she, she's in the different, if you look at in the trailer, she's in the different timelines as well. She's not just, you're, you're not just seeing her in the, you know, the Dick Van Dyke fifties period. You're seeing her in the Brady Bunch period. You're seeing her in their family ties period, you know, like all that stuff. She's following her throughout the whole thing so i i think that that's going to be a big influence so that so that takes my mind to who's she working for so is it you know is it mefesto is it nightmare is it dormammu oh i mean think about think about dormammu too now he and strange have have the agreement that you know like hey earth's off limits right Mm mm-hmm well, if someone else is doing Dormammu's bidding, he's like, "Hey, that's not me. That's someone else doing it. That, that's plausible deniability, right?" Right. So i <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm I'm thinking that you know there there could be you know I'm open to any of any of these guys. I I think I think Agatha Harkness is is going to make an appearance somehow if it's Agnes or not. But I'm good with all three of those that would you know with Nightmare, Mephisto, and Dormammu in there. Yeah, okay. So the ultimate theory that I've worked up in my head if I can't get it out, and people keep telling me, like, Juwan, you're thinking too far yourself, uh, too ahead of you. <laughs> but the reason why I love this theory is it would be the best way to end this series because I do think this is a one-season series. This will not be a season two. Um, this I is agree. a table setter. This is the only show that I could maybe point out of all the shows. That's a one-hit wonder. That's it. That's all this is going to mm-hmm. be. How dope would it be if the very last words Wanda says in season one are mutants? And it has the reverse effect of no more mutants. She says mutants, and you start to see a ripple of, of reality. And then that's it. That's all they show. Because remember, there's been no casting of X-Men, no mention about a movie. Kevin Feige just recently said they're a little bit a ways away from, uh, from that. But that little mention right there, will be how we then go forward when we get the X-Men of where the hell have they been this entire time? Wanda has now spoken mutants into existence to where in this reality, 
They've always been here. You know, they've always been here. Okay, so let, let's look at it this way. Uh, here, here, here's a, a possible alternative to that, in mm-hmm. a way. I think X-Men is going to be so far off right now with, with Phase 4 like happening the way it's happening. So whoever like because feige's already said that there there's going to be avengers movies right there it's they're going to keep happening so everything's going to be working towards an arc so i think that they are laying the groundwork now for the main villain like the thanos for the marvel phase four culmination they're doing it with wandavision that's that's my thought on that it's not just going to be oh like you know hey there's ronan here there's you know there's kang there's all you know like whatever i think like it they're they're taking a hard line and you know as opposed to thanos working in the shadows and you know in in the first phase of of mcu they're just gonna be like oh we're gonna we're gonna we're not even gonna tell you we're gonna lead you to this person but they're laying the groundwork right now for the main bad guy and it's starting with wandavision i think they're doing a a little bit of a remix from what they did with the last 10 years which is loki thanos loki thanos i think now kang the conqueror victor von doom loki is still out there we don't know if this will be a redeemed loki or still a causing chaos loki Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll have building blocks, but ultimately it will one day lead us to a Fantastic Four sequel that will give us Silver Surfer mm. that will alert the Avengers of the doom that is coming. And that will be Galactus. Galactus. <laughs> if, if, if you think about it, think about what 10 years meant for Thanos, right? To where at the end of Avengers, where, you know, uh, to challenge them, it's to court death. We hear those words, and then we're mm-hmm. like, very next movie, we're going to get Thanos. But we didn't. What did we get? We got Ultron. Then, you know, then it built us all the way to Infinity War. So I think if you're Kevin Feige, the end of this next 10 years has to be Galactus. Do you really? You know? But I, I, do you think they would go to the well again? I don't think they would. What do you mean? I, like so they've already tried to portray galactus in you know in in uh fantastic four so no 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 no. i'm gonna tell you exactly what i told my dad because he asked me that same thing those don't exist anymore (laughs) i'm I'm just i'm just saying they're still i mean like they're still there so with, with the resources and and the cast of villains and everyone else that you have that could potentially, because I mean, they're, they're setting this up for the next 20, 25 years anyways. Right. So, you know, maybe in 20 years, Galactus. Okay, fine, whatever. But I think, I think it's too soon to, to try to pull that card for phase four, especially if you're going to reboot X-Men and still try to incorporate, you know, people from, you know, from phase one. I mean, hell Hawkeye is going to be in the Avengers movies and, you know, like, all that stuff still, you know, you've got, you've got strange, you've got still, you still got the band together. I think it's too soon to try to pull everything together for the culmination of phase four with Galactus. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't mean for phase four. I mean, Later down the line, four, like we got Thanos. Right, right. Down the line, mm-hmm. like we got Infinity War. Infinity War was 10 years late, you know, 10 years after yeah. 
the first Iron Man movie. So it was the building blocks of up to 10 years. I don't think Galactus should be a 20, a 20 year game plan only because it's like, if you do Galactus from then you can do very much so self-contained Avengers movies. Like it legit could just be the next Avengers movies after that X-Men versus Avengers. Uh, it could be, you know, yeah. New Avengers. Where yeah. the main villain is okay. the con- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You build up to Galactus. By the time you get to Galactus, you know what we'll have? X-Men, Fantastic Four, Avengers, New Avengers. We'll have all those teams that have to come together yeah. to stop this one big bad. But I think if you keep putting it off, putting it off, your Avengers movies have to be like huge in between that. So that means, you know, we're nowhere near X-Men, uh, X-Men versus the Avengers. So we can push that out the window. Uh, yeah. Secret Wars essentially is a, is a series. So right. Throw that out the window, you know? So it's like, could they use Doom as a villain for an Avengers yeah. movie? Well, I mean, you've got House of M. You've got, I mean, like all that stuff too. I don't think they'll do House of M. Here's the only reason why I don't think they'll do House of M. If it takes you five to 10 years to gain the X-Men, right? You finally get the X-Men. It's going to take you a enormously long time before you utter the words, no more mutants. And now we have no more mutants, you know, and right. then it's the drought. Cause remember right after that, no, no kids were being born from mutants. There were right. none. That's why when summer's daughter was born, everyone was like, Oh my God, look this, what, you know, I didn't even know this was possible. So well, to me, I think Feige is looking at that and he's just like, House of M is probably the most least likely thing they do. That's why I said if WandaVision ends with her saying, just whispering mutants, you know, because she saw it. She saw it. She saw a world where they all lived on Genosha. Um, You know, her, her dad, Xavier, everyone getting along. We know that will never be the case. But she could speak that into existence. That way, fans still get it, and you're getting a smaller version of it. But oh I yeah, mean, we'll, it, we'll probably see her like, like you said, looking in different universes and seeing a beautiful universe, maybe the Hugh Jackman universe, right? She'll see a glimpse of it, and what could she say? All she needs to say is one word to get everybody on their feet, clapping, yelling, mutants. And I love that flip on that iconic comic book moment because it reminds me of when we first saw Captain America say hail Hydra right in the comics and everyone was like what is that no that's uh not him (laughs) and then we see it in Endgame and we see how they adapt the source material and Cap says hey uh hail Hydra and he does it in such a such a Captain America way I really can see I really can picture that happening at the end of WandaVision I love that idea and honestly I the way I see how they're going to apply their villains, they're going to take their time. Right oh. now, I, I feel like they're setting up King the Conqueror because there's a lot of mention of jumping in different universes, tangent universes, timeline. What did Tony Stark say to Cap in Endgame? You mess with time, it messes back. That's yep. King the Conqueror, 100%. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're going to go one by one by one. King the Conqueror, Silver Surfer, giving the warning, Galactus, and I think the end game of all end games will be Dr. Doom at the very end. Because what is bigger than Galactus? One, you know, entity that's coming for Earth. What's bigger than that? Someone who wants to rule multiple universes. That's Dr. Doom himself. Yeah, and I love that you say that because a lot of people say, well, if you use Doom like that, then when are you going to put him in Fantastic Four movies? He shouldn't be in Fantastic Four movies. Here's why. Mole Man, Alfred Molina right? That's, that's Fantastic Four's 
first villain, Alfred Molina is Mole Man, right? Then you go Fantastic Four 2, Annihilus, played by Matt Smith. Oh, Matt let's Smith go, yeah. Annihilus, right? And <laughs> let's then, go, if yeah. Want, if you want, Doctor, uh, Doctor Doom can be the third main villain of Fantastic Four that leads into the next event movie to where we see the Fantastic Four warn the Avengers of this. And think about this. If the rumors are true that Doctor Doom is going to be in Black Panther, right? Because remember, the Avengers are now scattered. So right. maybe Shuri doesn't know who to go to. So maybe right. we see Shuri interact with the Fantastic Four down the line. And then she's like, I think I know some people that can help. She reaches out to the Avengers to warn them. We see those, those teams get together to take on Doctor Doom because Doctor Doom wants to expand. His planet's not enough. I want Wakanda. I want America. You know, we see him expand. Right. So I, I completely love that. Um, but the main reason, just to go back a little bit, the main reason why I want Wanda to say that in the WandaVision show is if you do that in a movie, you'll have too many people that connect that to when Thanos snapped. So if that happens in a movie down the line and she says no more mutants and they start to disappear, um, yeah. it's then like, you just did that, you know? And essentially right. that storyline is, is, and I'm not comparing uh, Infinity Gauntlet to House of M, but it's essentially the same thing. Our heroes are gone, only a few left. Now we got to figure out how to get everybody back. We just right. saw you do that, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, man. It's just, it would be so exciting to hear say, mutant, the, the screen cuts to black, and then you, maybe they give like a sound effect of like Wolverine's claws coming out. You don't yeah. see it. You just hear right. it. And then you just hear a man yelling. Like to, for that to be the birth of the X Men of the MCU, I think would just be remarkable. Or I you mean, just have I Deadpool come say, in and be like, what the shit, Biscuit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, to be honest, though, right. that, I mean, that could be it. It yeah. could be. She does that, and like the end credit scene is a ripple, and then you kind of just see Wade step out of it, and he's kind of <laughs> looking around, and he's like, "What the hell?" Jimmy Chonga time, right? Right. And that's our way of knowing. But to me, in my mind, this is how I always picture it, and I know it won't be like this because, like I said, I don't think he's anywhere near casting for the X Men. But picture of Wanda says mutants, yeah, the black. And you hear Magneto's voice, where all he says is Wanda, and then boom, that's it. And then you right. don't know what's happening till we get an X Men movie, or maybe in Doctor Strange, we right, see the yeah. ripples of that. But that would just be chilling to where you're just like, oh my God, it's now it's now canon that that's his daughter, you know? And it's like, will he have questions about Pietro? Like so many different. Because remember, in Fox, we got Pietro, no Wanda, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, now you look and it's like, we'll probably get Wanda, no Pietro. No Pietro yeah. um, so it'll be like, how does that affect Magneto? You know, stuff like that. So to me, that's where my mind went. I know this show probably won't go that route, but it's just one of the dopest things to vision <laughs> that she's completely freaking out in her mind. And then she utters mutants. And right, that's how yeah. the birth of mutants. Well, yeah, and... and one of the things, you know, like, and Feige's really good, and they, and he's even said, you know, like, he he likes pulling from all the different comics. I mean, so, like, he doesn't he doesn't conform to just one, you know, like, one incarnation of the comics. I mean, Wanda and, you know, like, Wanda and Vision have had multiple, 
like different storyline comics. I mean, what was it in was it 2005 or 2015? I can't remember the the weird one where it was, you know, like kind of what they're what they're portraying now with, with this 50s, you know, 50s thing with them and the twins and, you know, and, and, and everything else going on so the fact that the the fact that they're even they've even says it's like you know what? we're just we're opening it up and i think that's i think that's the coolest part you know because w- with wandavision coming it's i don't have expectation i have anticipation yeah. and that's and that's i think is the most exciting thing because i haven't i haven't had that in a long time because it's it's a rebirth of the mcu now we haven't had anything we haven't you know like the the last real thing we had no offense to spider-man because i just don't like him was Endgame, right you saying that hurts me so much i'm sorry man (laughs) but you know like but i mean realistically spider-man was i mean if you think about far from home it was a one-off in a way right they didn't lay any any storylines except at the end when you saw you know when you saw fury at the end and everything else like oh there's about sinister six well but like their sword okay there you go hey swords here cool but that, i mean like that that whole movie was just to be like fury's up in space there was there was there was nothing more than that so like in game was was like was the cutoff for build up well, and then me, we me, haven't had anything in a year let me push back on that just a little bit okay i think if you're feige the reason why, and I do believe there was world building in Spider-Man. I'll get to that in a second. But the reason why it wasn't as much as we're used to is, remember, I don't think Feige was 100% sure that at any point Sony would say, nope, no more Spider-Man for you. We're going to take them back. So remember, the whole focus of that movie, there was a importance of that movie to the MCU, which was yeah. Spider-Man is the next guy up. He's the next guy up. He's the next guy you can look forward to. For the next decade, I, I know, but he's the next guy that you can look look forward to, right? He's going to be a thirty three year old Spider Man, dude. Come on, let's go. I mean, let's look, go. Let's, no, what's wrong with that? Let's go. I mean, Toby <laughs> McGuire was, was forty, trying to be eighteen. So I'm uh, like, true. Yeah, I'll give I you like that. Spider Verse. Um, you get, you know, you get a middle aged Spider Man, and you right. know, that's right. one of the best Honestly. adaptations of the character. Yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, no, yeah. the bigger story they were building was his importance to the MCU. That's why they were so hard on, you're not Stark. You're not Stark. You're not Stark. You're not Stark. Right. Be Peter. That was one. Number two was Secret Wars. People go, yes, oh, oh, sword, but people don't realize the more importance of it is if those two were on Earth as Maria and, and Fury, we have no idea who else is here as a scroll. Secret Wars. That was the first right. thing that popped in my head. Secret Wars. Yep. Then you go yeah. sword. So that's three right there. And then the fourth important thing of that story that's a world builder was for Sony, not for the MCU. And what was a world builder for Sony was the idea of, like Angel said, Sinister Six is the idea of now that the world knows who Peter is. I don't know if you guys read any of the comics of around that time. Villains were just knocking on his door like, hey, we know who you are now. Like, come out <laughs> like now it's like what are you gonna do with that but obviously it looks like we're going into a multiverse of spider-man um but his movie was very important for what they were doing going forward but i will also point this out to you remember black panther had no building blocks for infinity war none i mean unless you want to count bucky walking out of the little hut 
Right. Outside right. of that, there was no other mention. Like, if you didn't see Civil War, you'd have no idea that Black Panther was part of the Avengers world. If you, you know, if you're not a comic book fan. Right. Um, right. So that's essentially what Spider-Man was doing. It was a self-contained, somewhat world building. All right. Know? All right. That's that's good perspective. All right. I'll get. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I'll so, concede I mean, a little know, bit too watch. on that. I just Spider-Man can't, I the just goat, Patrick. Right. <laughs> Dude, come on. Let's let's not get too crazy, but okay. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, to be fair, I'm biased here. I've always looked at Spider-Man the same way that I've always looked at Batman. I just had someone in our in our group on Facebook go, Oh, another Batman-centric show. And I'm like, so what? So what? If they want to give me 90 of those, so what? So I look at Spider-Man and I'm just like, sure. Is it something we've seen so much, whether it's in the animation, whether it's, you know, the a million books, whether it's the three different telling of the character? I get it. I get it. I completely do. Yeah. But my response is always, who cares? Give me more. Give <laughs> me more. <laughs> everywhere. While um, we're on the topic of Spider-Man, I, I, I love the fact that what people can expect from this show is that it's confirmed that it is connected to Spider-Man 3 right. and Doctor Strange 2. So that's one great thing that you can expect from WandaVision. Correct. I also love, you know, Patrick, you mentioned your anticipation. I love that our anticipation for this show, we kind of really don't know what to expect. Yep. So our anticipation is kind of like through the roof because it's like, wait, what is actually going to happen? We can theorize all day and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we really don't know what to expect from this show. And I love how... Kevin Feige and the rest of the team over there at Marvel are able to keep their stories on lockdown and really treat us when we're experiencing it for the first time. It's really fantastic. I love that this show, I think, will hopefully expand the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, in terms of like introducing different organizations in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You guys mentioned S.W.O.R.D., which is basically like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in space. I think another possibility could be AIM. AIM is yeah. like a subdivision of Hydra and they're responsible oh. for MODOK. So I think they'll be coming in as well. I think we'll definitely see shades of the multiverse, which is an expansion, an enormous expansion, which I think it would be such a missed opportunity not to show glimpses of every single Marvel movie that we've seen to establish that it's all canon. Everything is canon because it's all part of the multiverse. I want to see Thomas Jane's Punisher. I want to see Wesley Snipes' as Blade. I want to oh, see yeah. Chris Evans' Human Torch, Fantastic Four. Give me Dolph Lundgren as the Punisher. You know, like everything, every single Marvel property, I think should be canon because it is a multiverse, whether you like those movies or not. And I also love that maybe they could introduce the idea of the afterlife, hell, which is where we get Mephisto and stuff like right. that. So <clears throat> I see this show as a great opportunity to expand the the marvel cinematic universe i also heard recently that there are more vfx shots in this than endgame which is very exciting for me that means things are going to get very weird bizarre crazy and we're going to see the power of the scarlet witch at maximum capacity i mean what is not to be excited about this show i mean what, i want to go ahead patrick oh i was gonna say and when you say scarlet witch one of, one of the funny points that uh was was brought to my attention was They've never referred to her as Scarlet Witch at all. Because the they can't. They can't. Because that's technically her her mutant name. Correct. So because they don't. They didn't at the time have the fully have the rights. I think you won't hear that name till either this season or when they introduce the X Men into the MCU. They've in- only referenced her once, though. That's a quick trivia question for you. Do you know when the only time they referenced her as a witch? 
Ooh, no. Age of Ultron, when Stark was trying to get through the banner, he said, that little witch is playing with your mind. Ah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Oh, you know what was confusing me? I was She's messing with your mind, yes. Head. Yep. It was in my head of either Civil War or Age of Ultron, but I couldn't place the exact Right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that is an um, awesome trivia question, but I was also going to say, I think they will actually refer to her as the Scarlet Witch when she has the classic costume on during the Halloween episode, I believe. I think maybe a little girl will see her and be like, hey, look, it's the Scarlet Witch or something like that. I think I think that that's when she'll be referred to. He's really to good with that. He's yeah. really, really good with just throwing it. That's why I, I always tell people, like, whenever you see me watching something Marvel, don't ever talk to me. Because <laughs> every, like, he throws in so much through dialogue. <laughs> And I'm like, if you say something like, and I missed it, I'll be fear. Because the worst thing to me is watching like someone else break down like a movie. And then they're like, oh, did you guys catch when they said this? And I'm like, oh, that's when she said, can you hand me something? And I missed it. Um, You know, I I don't ever like that. But to go back to your point of sword, which another thing that Spider-Man set up. um, Remember that shot that you showed me of the beekeeper? Yes. There is a still shot. Uh, of of him of him coming out of the sewer that it looks like it looks like that on the back of his uh his uniform is a sword logo um really so i might have to oh, retract wow. thinking that that was mephisto also if you guys see the up close shot of monica rambeau when she's in uh wanda's house her necklace a lot of people are like oh upside down cross mephisto i'm like no that's the sword logo that's a sword logo yeah so it possibly could be sword i was also thinking i think you say that this is taking place in Wanda's mind. It kind of reminds me of, of the Truman show a little bit. What if like we see characters in that realm that whenever she's trying to come back to consciousness and stuff like that and realize that she's dreaming stuff up, what if like the things that she imagines tries to attack her and stuff like that to prevent her from uh, grasping reality again? I think that'd be I 100% pretty cool. Think so. yeah. That's why she said the vision. No, I think vision, I'm paraphrasing here guys. Um, but Vision says uh, they're coming after us, and she's saying, you know, let's protect our home. Um, so I, I do think they, they are sending things. But remember, uh, I do believe, and I'm not saying this like I know anything, but I do believe that the whole premise is the idea of S.W.O.R.D. seeing this threat, sending Monica Rambo in, um, because she is an agent of S.W.O.R.D., um, which, as anyone that knows from the comics, uh, Captain Marvel was who set up S.W.O.R.D., uh, in this movie world, Fury is who sets it up with Captain Marvel, and we know Monica Rambeau is the child of uh, Captain Marvel's uh, childhood friend. So, but wasn't she the original? Ca- she was Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers was Captain Marvel in the comics, though, wasn't she? I thought uh, the dude was the original uh, Marvel. I thought Mar. I-, I thought Marvel is then who she mirrored herself after, but right. there was no Captain Marvel before her. Yeah, it was so- Marvel. I think it was. Yeah, like- so- so does Monica Rambo come, Rambo come? Uh, is she Spectrum then at that point? Do you think? Oh, in this show? Yeah, in this show. Oh, I mean, is it a hundred percent? She's too think... old to have not not have been. She's like for you to go from her being like what eight or nine during the right. events of Captain Marvel to now she's probably in her mid thirties. I find it hard to believe that she's not already she's not already tapped into her powers. Gotcha. Okay. That's just what I'm thinking. I'm not saying like, oh, I know. I'm just saying I'm like, I'd find it hard to believe. And I'm very vague on that, on on that side of, you know, like the Captain Marvel side and, you know, and, and that whole side. I'm very vague. So that, you know, that's more of a 
That's more of a question. I just yeah, from no, 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 no. What little I know, I thought she was Captain Marvel before Karen. For uh, before no, Karen, I uh, think it literally goes Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and then Miss Marvel. Like I think okay. it legit the lineage of it legit goes like that. I okay, could gotcha. be wrong. Again, this is not me like, oh, I know. Um, this is just <laughs> what I, I think I'm remembering. Um, That's why my screen only says kind of nerdy, dude. Right? Kind of geek. But I think Sword is going to play a huge part in obviously trying to extract Wanda. Um, because, you know, it, it's been the government's biggest fear that she was a weapon. Uh, that was the whole premise of Civil War. It was yeah. like, yeah. You know, Kat was about to sign on the Sokovia Accords, and then Tony was like, yeah, I got Wanda, you know, locked up at home. And it was like, right. damn it, Tony. Like, no, that no, that's not what we do. Um, yeah. So I think also, also AIM, also AIM could be experimenting on her as well. You know, I know we had that one character in Age of Ultron with the eyeglass. I forgot what his name was, um, uh, but he Bob had... Trucker. I think it was Zemo. Trucker. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, Trucker, yeah. He had, he had Pietro and, and Wanda... Um, basically as captives and trying to experiment on them. So it could be AIM experimenting on her again and maybe trying to extract whatever it is about her that is powerful. And maybe they could also say the X gene. And if they say that too, I would lose Wait, my mind. Oh, yeah. Did you read the Wakanda files? No. Okay. So if no one read the Wakanda files, in the Wakanda files, it states that there are uh, people on earth right now that have the X gene. And the reason why we got no Wanda way. and Pietro is because the Infinity Stone, ex- you know, exhausted the exchange. So it like it it forced it out. That's why they were able to exude their power. So that's that's why an I awesome said, theory. Yeah, that's, that's why why really good. Wanda messing around with the Mind Stone says mutants. It would make perfect sense for how, boom, here they are. But they did say that they originally had the X gene in them. Uh, and you know the the stone kind of just like forced it out of them. That's why they kept like you know using the stone on them and everything. Um, so that's in the uh, that's in the Wakanda files. Um, but yeah, uh, aim. All right. So <laughs> to answer this, Andrew, it's why I was just like, ugh, when you said aim. Whenever you say <laughs> aim, I think of the the horrible job Iron Man three did with aim. And how that was not aim whatsoever. It was not aim. It was not, you know, it was not the Mandarin. It was not the, that, them using that suit on Rhodey when it was like, you have Spider Man like coming. That should have been Harry Osborne, I mean, Norman Osborne's suit. Uh, if you know anything from the comics, that's Norman Osborne's suit that he takes on. Um, yeah, and Patriot, which I think he'll probably take it in, in Armor Wars. Bro, when that show comes no, out. Wait, Angel, let me say this, okay? <laughs> I legit had this conversation in my head, right? I'm like, all right. When I heard Armor Wars, a lot of people were like, oh, you know, it's Rhodey and, and you know, it's uh, it's Ironheart, you know, possibly Justin Hammer coming back. And I was just like, oh, you guys lack imagination. I'm like, Norman. think about this. Think about Pepper wanting to retire with her daughter, right? Get away from all this. So she's selling Stark Industries, right? <sighs> And then she gets a buyer and wrote in the season finale is Rhodey like, who the hell did you sell? You know, who the hell bought it? And then in walks in Norman Osborn. Whoa. Now (laughs) he is now bought Stark Enterprises to where it's now Norman Industries. And then that's when we see him take the armor. He's the guy that, that, you know, I'd even like it if Norman sends someone to try to steal the armor first. 
they're unsuccessful. And then he says, you know what? Why am I going through this? Money rules the world. Give it to me. I'll buy it. Yes. And then Norman Osborn <laughs> is who bought that tower in Spider-Man. And we now see Norman, uh, Norman Industries as the new big conglomerate of New York um, replacing wow. Stark. And he's the new billion dollar guy um, that, you know. That, I need to see that. Right, bro? I was like, yeah. oh my God, <laughs> if that happens, my brain will explode. <laughs> um, whoa, like that's insane to think of that. Um, but again, these are all the things that Wanda, you know, that WandaVision explores, you know? Um, and it's like all the villains we heard were getting in the Spider-Man. And I love how Feige comes out and he's like, yeah, yeah, the stuff you guys are saying about Spider-Man 3, some of that is like spot on and some of that is like completely wrong. So, like, my heart dropped when he said that because I'm like, all right, we know Jamie Foxx is confirmed because Jamie Foxx confirmed it, right? Right. You think, like, the Alfred Molina thing is probably true. You know when my heart sunk is when it's like, what if all the villains are true, but none of the other Spider-Men are true? Like, what if that yeah. is the thing that's false? And Wasted that's potential. Right. That, that's that. where my mind went, Angel. I was like, no, don't give it. But us here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. The, the MCU is not wasted potential. I know for a fact Kevin Feige understands what we want to see and what will serve the story. And here's why. Back then, before Infinity War came out, he said, uh, you know, I don't think the Guardians will cross over with the Avengers. That is true. Come on now. Come on now. We ain't that, that dumb. That is that true. <laughs> there's no way look if we're getting alfred molina if we're getting jamie fox there is not a shred of doubt in my body that we're not going to see toby or andrew i just think that'd be such a missed opportunity actors need to make money especially nowadays get them back come on yeah i mean and, and if you're sony this is a win-win for you um it revives it rev like it makes people forget about spider-man 3 the amazing spider-man 2 like it legit solves all your problems um but i mean to me i look at the the idea of wanda causing this rift that makes it to where these villains are are coming together through different timelines to kill off all the spider-men and then they form one big group to kill uh to kill Sp the spider-men i love that and someone did this artwork i don't remember i think it was spider monkey i don't remember who did it the artwork of um Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield holding, uh, no, 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 standing over a dead Tobey Maguire Spider-Man as right, Kirsten yeah. Dunst is holding him in her hands. And they're, they're saying to each other, like, he made the ultimate sacrifice for us. When I saw that, I was just like, <laughs> I weirdly want that more than anything I've ever wanted in my life. <laughs> like, only because it closes that chapter, right? It closes that chapter of Toby's, of Toby's time as Spider-Man. We don't ever have to go, oh, can we get him again? Nope, that's done. Um, and it oh, also kind of, it, it gives him that goodbye that Spider-Man 3 couldn't. You know, oh, wait, would you say, Patrick, I completely missed He's it. it. Oh, he said, so, sorry, God. I, I was just clearing my throat. That's my bet. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, hold on. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I had this, I had this conversation with my dad and it just, it. I love how I keep getting compared to his dad. No, right? I'm like, dude, I'm not that old. No, 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 no. You're kind of nerdy old. Only because uh, my dad comes to me and he goes, he doesn't want to see more origin stories. If you saw it once, that's it. Just move forward with it. 
And I always tell him the reason why I don't subscribe to that is, excuse me, if you're a director, picture you coming to direct a movie where the first thing the studio tells you is, hey, um, you can go ahead and do what you want, but first you kind of have to go by this list right here. And it's like, don't ever handicap a director. If a director wants to come in and he wants to shoot Uncle Ben 956 times to get his point across, by all means, let him do it. It, it. It obviously means something to that story. So to me, the reason why, what I was going to ask you was, do you have a dislike for the character of Spider-Man or do you think he's become so redundant with the retelling of that story? Uh, y- yes. How about that? Um, so, <laughs> so, yes, all of it. <laughs> no, I, okay. So my wife, KJ, from the kind of nerdy girls, you guys know, uh, she, I think she put it best. And, and this lent, lent great perspective for me is if you look at it and, and one of the problems that we have with DC movies too, right? Look at all of these characters. You've got your Supermans, your Batmans, your Spidermans, your Hulks, you know, all these guys, right? These guys have been in front of our faces for Batman on TV since the 40s, Superman since the 30s, and so on and so forth. We we have become so accustomed to seeing them in so many different incarnations and so many different ways of, of having that story told that it's uh, unless you're the super fan, especially Batman, like you are, Juan, you know, it's just like, you know what? Sometimes you just need to take a break and it's okay to take a break. And because you can still do the Avengers without Spider-Man, I postulate. So, and, and I mean, and it is what it is now. I mean, he's, he's engulfed in the MCU. I mean, they, they were brilliant with Tom Holland's casting, you know, like everything, you know, I, I I acknowledge and respect everything that they've done with, with Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I just think it's just been too much for too long. And especially the Spider-Man character with Tobey Maguire. I mean, because that's still fresh. And this is the third Spider-Man in a very short amount of time. And even... Not, even in, Not yeah. really. You got to remember that first Spider-Man was 2001, maybe 2002. See, I think... Good. See, I think 10 years ago is still the 90s, mate. So, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> there, 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 there's, there's context for you. So, <laughs> um, okay. So, let, let me, let me say this because I compare this because I've heard that a lot. So, that's, that's not just you. I've heard that a lot. Right. I compare it to when people said, damn, Disney, why, why are you doing like a, a, a Lion King live action? Like, you already had the animated movie create something new. The reason why I don't subscribe to that is I know, you know, having younger siblings, I know a lot of kids that don't really have any interest in watching an animated movie. So Lion Mm -hmm. King to them is that live action movie. That to them is what they'll show their kids 20, 30 years from now. It sounds crazy to us, but that's what they're going to show them. Now, I look at Batman and Spider-Man and Superman and uh, Wonder Woman uh, and stuff like that to where I never watch any Adam West. None of it. Literally, oh my god! Literally, he was not, my Batman. Yeah, not one episode, right? Oh my god! So oh, you should, John. Oh, dude. No, so I mean, and, and it's not because anything against that. It's just the idea of Batman <laughs> being goofy like that. I, I, I hate it. I, I don't like <laughs> anything of it. Um, but to me, again, it speaks to my point. It's, it's the Batman right. I grew up on that was darker and edgier. So right. to see Correct. him dancing and stuff is just like, 
I didn't like it when Titans did it. You know, it, it was just like, oh yeah, nah, yeah, come on, nah. we got Teen Titans, come on. I just like I I I don't like that. <laughs> but to me, I look at it to where it's like this, uh, Patrick. There's some kid that grew up with Tom Holland now as their Spider Man. There's Correct. some kid that grew up with Andrew Garfield as their Spider Man. There are kids like us that grew up with Tobey Maguire as our Spider Man, and then. There's your outsiders, and I don't mean outsiders in a negative way. I mean, I call them the elitists uh, that grew up with the animated series that are like, no, 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 that's my spot. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. That's mine. 94. So to me, before I'm that, like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I feel as though every generation, oops, sorry, every generation should have an iteration of their favorite character that they Correct. can relate to. Like there's, and remember, Spider-Man was brought into the MCU with no origin story, none. We didn't even have with, with great power comes great responsibility. They had a version of it with Tony. We will, uh, right. Uh, who knows, who knows? We might, we might, we absolutely might. There's a chance that we could have um, where we see Tobey Maguire come into this, this uh, universe and help uh, Holland Spider-Man and Andrew take out the villains. And then Aunt May sees him unmasked and she's like, Ben? And then we're like, yeah. oh my God, that's, uh, whoa, that's the most yep. diverse Uncle Ben. Diverse, yeah. You know, so I'm like, we, we could see something like that for sure. That would be absolutely would be amazing. Fantastic. And I think, uh, I think best case scenario with, with all these incarnations of Spider-Man, when it comes to somebody who appreciates all of them, I know we've gotten you know, three in like the past 15 years, but now we get the best of all worlds where there's a possibility that we get to see a live action spider verse that will be well-established. And I think to me, that's like absolutely amazing. And honestly, I feel like for me, I will never get tired of seeing acts of heroism, especially when it comes to Spider-Man. Like I will never get tired of that. Whether, whether the movies are bad or not um, for me, Superman for me right here is the absolute goat of all goats, right? He is the, the number one superhero. And I am craving for another Superman movie just because I feel like, yes, these characters have been here for a long time, but there's nothing about the character that changes. I think it's the times that change and uh, why I believe the stories are always important no matter what. That's why I love Man of Steel and that's why I'll defend it till the day I die it's a more modern telling <laughs> of a story that's supposed to be more realistic to what it would be like if someone like that were to exist today. That's why probably in a superhero movie, the deepest scene I've ever seen in any superhero movie is when Pa Kent could have said, all right, come save me. Like this shit's crazy. Like save us. But he, in that moment thought of his son to where it's like, if you out yourself, they'll never let you be a kid. You'll never get to have the life you choose to have. You have the life that they force upon you. So in that moment, he's telling his son, it's more important that I die right now than for you to out yourself. And to me, for whatever slack people want to give Zack Snyder, this is not me trying to argue that. I'm saying that is one of the most purest and beautiful moments in a comic book movie. Because when you read comics, it's moments like those that exist in your comic books. You know, it's not... It's no shot, but it's not the guy that could fly around the globe in reverse time. It's right. more so the heart of Let's it go. to where you look at it and you're like, this is what Superman should be. And that's what I think Zach brought with Man of Steel. So I'll defend that movie to the day I die. But and I love the way you look at it. 
I'll never agree with you that he's the, the hero of all heroes. It, it, it goes to a guy in Gotham for sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. All right. <laughs> oh, you thought I was a Batman fan. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Don't so you're going to start on Superman. Superman. Oh, oh. Um, no, but to round this out, to round this out, um, I'm really excited for WandaVision and what this is going to create. Um, she is going to spiral us into the next decade. Um, yes. and it's going to be wacky. It's going to be crazy. We're not going to expect any of it. Um, I've been, and I would suggest this to you guys. I would ignore anybody that's giving non-spoilers. Um, just so you go into it, not knowing anything like as little as possible. Um, it's why I didn't listen to anyone that reviewed the, uh, season two of the Mandalorian before the, the last episode. I don't even want a context of what I can look, you know, <laughs> what I can look into. You know, um, I'll be honest with you. Every review that I've seen of it, they nobody has given anything. No one has even tried to allude to anything. I've seen a lot of reviews and people. I it feels almost like they're lost for words because the two words that are coming up in every review that I've seen, the first one is different. And the second one is crazy. So those two were yeah. in all in good, like all in a good way. There was one review that said they, you know, Mar the MCU took a huge swing and they have connected with this. Like, I mean, like completely undoing everything we know and we expect from the MCU is is what i'm getting from this with no with no context or anything but that you know just like them talking about the emotion that they felt with it and i that's that's why i like i said i'm not expecting i'm anticipating yeah, yeah. I, I love that you mentioned that patrick i love that you brought up the reactions i think it's funny because I know what to expect and then I don't know what to expect, right? I expect the MCU to take another risk because that's exactly what they've done consistently. A lot of people like to say, you know, the, every MCU is kind of the same. Really? Is Ant-Man the same as the Winter Soldier? Is the Winter Soldier the same as Guardians of the Galaxy? Right. Is Guardians of the Galaxy the same as Avengers? Absolutely not. Those were all risks. Even the idea of an Avengers film was a risk. And, Iron and they Man completely... It, it was exactly not yeah. character heading into exactly yeah. going with for yeah. all intents and purposes yeah. a secondary character to kick off the mcu yeah yeah robert downey jr starring in a in a multi-million dollar superhero movie whoa you know Big and swing. look what happened yeah. they completely connected like you said patrick and i think wandavision is another example of that you know the idea of them doing these sitcom parodies and stuff like that to kind of elaborate on how powerful she is that to me is really cool i can't wait to see her power on display and i can't wait to see how she deals with grief because i think the show is also going to examine that as well she lost vision the love of her life how is she gonna recuperate from that is she going to heal mentally or is she going to break down let's see the consequences of what happens when your mind is your biggest enemy I cannot wait to see that. Seriously. Um, and I also wanted to ask you guys this too, because they brought this up. I think it was Paul Bettany. He said that there was going to be a surprise actor at the very end of the show or in the show. Who do you guys think that surprise actor could be? It could be Quicksilver. I mean, I, depending depending on where it's placed. Like if he means like literally like, 
the very last uh, moment of the last episode is, you know, somebody, then it's like, oh, I don't know, you know? But if, if he meets yeah. it in some course of the season, um, then I'm like, yeah, probably Quicksilver. I mean, it was rumored for a while, and then it just died down completely. So I'm like, I mean, it's that's what I would assume. Um, but, I mean, in this show, I don't know. I mean, the biggest thing is, I told you, I feel like Mephisto's coming. Um, so it's like, could be Mephisto, could be Nightmare, or it could be Pietro. You know, gonna, I heard a really crazy theory. Oh, go ahead, Patrick. Sorry. About I'm going to, I'm going to take a really big swing just because why the hell not Deadpool? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as, as crazy as this is like, is as this is appearing to be, why not put him in there? And like, if he's going to make his MCU debut, like part of the, you know, part of the family now, right? Yeah. Why not now? I say this, that purely depends on how jaw-dropping and emotional that uh, season finale is. Because think of like, think of the end of, uh, of Endgame. Um, uh, not Endgame, I'm sorry. The end of Infinity War. Yeah. I, I mean, even though we got the Captain Marvel thing, I was ready to pass out just with how they left that. And then they brought in the end credit scene and I was just like, my eyes just like exploded. So I'm like, you know, it, it all depends. Like if this ends where Wanda's, you know, just sitting there, no vision, no children, no Pietro, you know, no life of her own. She's feeling shackled. She's feeling desperate. I don't know if I want a funny moment, you know, to, to ruin. Like I want to sit with that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when I cried seeing Luke, Luke, I wanted to sit with that. And then when they gave me the name at the end, I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, Boba Fett. <laughs> right, right. I was like, I didn't know what I was about to see. I was like, shit, is Luke coming down those stairs? Like, what's happening? You know? My brother thought it was Han. My brother thought it was Han coming down those stairs. That would have been sick <laughs> right? if that was Han. Um, so, I mean, it, it really all depends. But, I mean, I, I personally would love it. I, I would love it for, for them to give some levity. Um, but like I said, it all depends. It, it really does. Like if it's a fade to black, sure. I'll take I'll take a really interesting, funny kind yeah. of credit scene to go with it. But if it's one of those, no, no, no. I want you to sit with that emotion all the yeah. way until Spider-Man. I, like, I definitely think some of the possibilities could be Benedict Cumberbatch for sure, since he is Doctor true. Strange and this is yep, tying in. Yep. That's right. a possibility. You guys mentioned Quicksilver, Aaron Taylor Johnson coming back definite possibility um also evan hearing, peters oh that's what i was about to say i was hearing evan peters evan peters as quicksilver could be a possibility but i also heard this crazy theory somebody actually replied uh when i said who do you guys think the beekeeper is on twitter someone replied and said what if evan peters is not playing quicksilver what if evan peters is actually playing mephisto and that idea has been stuck in my head because i'm thinking yeah, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Evan Peters is an exceptional actor. If you've seen him in American Horror Story, he plays this psychotic madman of a, of a, of a teenager. And it's like, I could totally see him playing the devil, somebody who's just like this young, crazy looking kid. I think that'd be really awesome. But I think the wild card for sure, and I would freak out if this happened. You mentioned Deadpool, Patrick. I think if, if they managed to get Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, <laughs> if they managed to get yep. Hugh Jackman showing up, and being like, there's more of us. You're one of us. Like, I I would die, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I kind of feel like that if if you were to expect that, that'd be something to expect in Doctor Strange too. Uh, when he's cleaning up the multiverse, there could be like a, a 
uh, um, a ripple that opens that she like sees like this this huge world and it's like she goes in and it's like welcome home Wanda and, and she's looking around you see Magneto you see Charles you maybe see Hugh Jackman's Wolverine Deadpool might even pop out um, you know you could expect something like that but I think if I'm being 100% honest, I think, yeah, that'd be awesome. If he even popped up like that. Right um, I could see Benedict um, going, Wanda, what did you do? I could see that. I could see it ending. And then the end credit scene is, Wanda, what did you do? You know, and then it's just like fades to black. And then we have to see it pick up in Spider-Man where we could be getting Daredevil because of, you know, because of the events of this. Even though I tell people all the time when they were like, oh, like multiverse could be how Daredevil connects. And I'm like, I don't think people realize those shows took place in the MCU. I think the reason people get confused is you didn't see them in the movies, but they exist in I keep telling people all the time, like you guys must have missed when uh, Jessica Jones was like, I'm not the big green guy. And right. Then, oh, they um, reference the Avengers the all the time in those all movies. All the time. And, and people or are in like, those no, shows, I'm, I should say. <laughs> yeah, people are like, no, I miss it. I'm like, yeah, clearly. That's why conversations in shows and movies with Marvel are very important. <laughs> um, but we are very excited for this for this show. I cannot wait to do this review with you guys to break down episode one and episode two. If you guys saw my theories are crazy here. Wait till after I know a little <laughs> bit more, but still yeah. nothing. Um, last, There's a rabbit hole that's about ready oh, to get man, jumped down in, right? Uh, the last thing I wanted to add is no one's ever really talked about this, and I'm curious if WandaVision will touch on it. Um, but no one ever brought up the fact that Shuri definitely in Infinity War was like, oh, you guys know this this AI can live without without the stone, right? And everyone was like, oh, my God, no, we didn't know that. And then he died, and then everyone's like, oh, well, Vision's dead. Like, no right. one was like, hey, Shuri, would you like to tell us a little bit more about how we can bring yeah, him can we, back? Can we get our buddy back? Because he yeah, wasn't... Can, can, can we get this guy back? Did, now, I can't remember, for some reason, in, in uh, Infinity War, I cannot remember, when, when Thanos snapped, did Vision go away, too? Or, no, so once he... Pulled, so, so he's just a hunk of vibranium. Yes, sitting well, on the ground in Wakanda. He the stone out. He just turned gray. Just turned gray. So, just yeah. So he on the ground. Still sitting yeah. there, right? And yeah. I do want to add this. No one ever talks about this, but I will throw this in as as we go. They had a funeral for Tony. There was no funeral for Natasha. There's no funeral for Vision. It was just like Tony died. That's all we can handle today. <laughs> like mm-hmm. meanwhile, Clint sitting back there like. So nobody, n- not even a rose for, for Natasha, nothing, <laughs> no one. Right. And Wanda's sitting there like, Vision did die for you guys. Like, no one. Like, <laughs> right. like right. They're, they're the two people that died. Everyone was just kind of like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, they could care less about those characters so right. much. I even said it would have been hilarious if, like, you saw everyone mourning Stark and everyone looks over and was like, Hawkeye? And he's like, yeah. It's like, we saw you die. No, like, oh shit, we really thought you died. <laughs> like, if you guys said nothing, no, we were just gonna, we were gonna continue about our day. Um, but yeah, so I am really curious to see how they explain that because I don't think they did. I mean, you know, everyone, you know, everyone listening or watching us, please comment or message us if I missed it. If they did say something about why they never brought Vision back, um, even though I'm actually glad you brought that up, though. 
Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up, though, because I remember I, in Civil War, uh, Vision was like, I feel the stone's power on me, but I also feel like I can control it myself. Right. And I felt like, oh, I feel like even if Vision dies in Infinity War, he'll be able to bring himself back because he's right. just that powerful. Because a lot of people forget that Vision is OP. He is extremely powerful. Mm. So There's I think the reason that- why in Civil War, you see him as little as you do. At any yes. point, Vision could have just stepped in and been like, all right, kill you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Stark, who else am I killing today? Nobody? All right, I'm going to go home. Like, yeah. that's legit what Vision could have brought. But that's why they made sure in that moment where you see Vision, where was Wanda? On the other side. Because it's OP versus OP. Exactly. Um, so, Kevin Feige, Russo Brothers, mm. brilliant job of portraying that. Because Vision at any point could have just said, all right, I'm going to just murder everybody. Um, so that was really good that they put that in there, but yeah, I am really curious to see how they answer that, but this is going to be so much fun. This breakdown was great with you guys. We touched on a lot of theories, um, that I'm now looking to see if it comes true. This is, this is our video. This is our proof. Um, but for everyone listening, make sure you tune into our YouTube page, uh, geek vibes podcast live Saturday night at eight. We're going to start our show off with a theory of who we think in the MCU is a scroll that is not an Avenger. And you guys will love my theory on who I in my bones know is a scroll. And wow. you, some of you guys will see it coming. Some of you won't, but you'll love my explanation. So make I'm sure excited. you guys tune into that <laughs> and then see how we break down episode one into a WandaVision. Trust me, you're going to love it. Uh, Cause it's going to be one of those things where it's like, it's been here the whole time and no one's really paid attention to it about how impactful this person has been through the MCU, this entirety of the MCU. You guys are going to be like, okay, yeah, I could see it. Um, I think I know who you're going to say. Okay, all right, message me later, <laughs> and, and I'll, confirm, I'll confirm if you're right or not. But all right, this, all right. is, this is going to be great, guys. Um, so, uh, Patrick, Angel, thank you guys for this breakdown of what to expect of WandaVision. Really quickly, uh, I want you guys to plug yourselves really quickly. Uh, Patrick, I know you got an episode uh, of Kind of Nerdy Dudes coming up, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, we're going to be uh, popping a new episode uh, this coming weekend, actually. It'll probably be after uh, after our review of WandaVision. Right. And uh, so we got that. And uh, also, KJ from Kind of Nerdy Girls, my wife, my partner, were part of the Kind of Nerdy Network on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Kind of Nerdy free group come in just a bunch of nerds having fun sending a positive message and just having a good time man make sure you guys check that out it is a great community uh kj i believe did a um uh 30 minute uh little uh little podcast today that she dropped oh her cut yeah her 30 second uh yeah the kind of nerdy in 30 so yeah be, be sure to watch uh watch that for her uh you can also find her on kj on uh kj on the air.com or kj on air.com i apologize um and yeah you get the kind of nerdy and 30 every day and i mean it's yeah she's kind of, she's kind of a big deal you know so. no she's a huge deal and we actually have shared <laughs> that in our story so you guys have no excuse check out our story follow both of them and trust me, it's the best 30 of, of your day. So make sure you guys tune into that. Angel, Thank you. give us a plug. 
Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me today. I, I really look forward to talking about WandaVision with you guys again and breaking it down. I think for sure, all of you who are watching, thank you so much from beginning to end. Make sure you subscribe to Geek Vibes Nation. It's the number one place where you can get your movie news, TV, everything geek culture. We are definitely going to recap WandaVision. So be here as we recap it all. You can live through the show again as we break it all down and get excited and talk about the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's going to be absolutely awesome. You can follow me at my podcast. It's called The Goat Movie Podcast. It's just a place where you can maximize your passion for movies, television, comics, pop culture, anything. You can follow my personal Twitter at Blu-ray Angel and I'll make sure to give you a follow back and be looking forward to everything that we're doing here. I'm going to pop in once again um, with Geek Vibes Nation to talk all this stuff because it's absolute absolute blast. Absolutely. Make sure you guys tune into that. Angel, when I tell you, I always think to myself, no one else is awake at 2 a.m. but me. Um, I go into Angel's Twitter and I'm just like, nope, nope, Angel's up. Uh, like, I, I'll like, uh, I'll like retweet and comment on it. Um, and sometimes I look at myself, I'm like, why am I awake? And I'm like, you know what? I don't even fault myself because obviously other people are awake. So it's not just me. Um, there's always great conversations going over there. So make sure you guys follow Angel, please. Uh, and thank the both of you guys. Again, there were a few people that wanted to join tonight, but kind of caught them off guard. Um, couldn't make it. So they'll be here Saturday. Saturday will be a packed house once again. Um, and we'll be breaking down so much. So please make sure you guys come there. And please, any thoughts on our theories that we dropped? That Armors War, Norman Osborn theory, I'm telling you guys. That's it's, solid. It's it's coming. It's coming. Watch. So please let me know what you guys thought about all of our theories. We've had a lot here. Um, but till next time, guys. Peace. <laughs>